Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Shot in the dark. Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AEW Dark. This week, we have Excalibur, Taz, and Ricky Stark starting off with commentary. Our first match, the Dragon versus the Dinosaur, Luchasaurus with a record of 30-10 and 10 versus Brandon Cutler with a record of 7-3-2. and, three and two. Uh, Luchasaurus gets on the mic before, says there's no such things as dragons, tells Cutler to come out. And we have this epic brawl of these monsters. <laughs> Pretty back, uh, even back and forth match, but Luchasaurus hits a spinning kick for the win. Match number two, El Australiano with a record of 0-1, a.k.a. Australian Suicide, versus Sammy Guerrero with a record of 14-12. and 12. These two have history being together in AAA. Australiano does his flashy dance moves the whole time to the point that Taz recommends they play Shakira throughout the match as he's uh, shaking his hips. Uh, during this match, Stark starts acting like his voice is going out, and Taz says this is because of the bad attack that Team Taz suffered by Sting. Australiano, he definitely stood out. He showed off a little bit, but Sammy does win after hitting the GTH. Uh, again, like he's been doing recently, he grabs the mic after the match. He tells the cameraman to zoom in on his shoulder. He says he has a chip on his shoulder because he's been carrying Dark and Dynamite. Someone in the crowd screams that you're just Chris Jericho's friend. And he says that Jericho actually scattered him himself, and Sammy will win every title there is here in AEW. Match number six. Next com- uh, Nick Camarado with a record of 0-6 versus Scorpio Sky with a record of 11-4. and uh, Sky is actually able to lift the big Camarado up for the TKO and the pin. Match number four. Marty Daniels with a record of 0-1 versus Shanna with a record of 4-4. Uh, Shanna gets the win after hitting two su- uh, Tiger suplexes. The first one, she's actually unable to get the bridge, so she goes and uh, does it again. I actually like this, the fact that they didn't edit this out. They, make it, uh, they made it seem a little bit more realistic by doing this. Match number five. Baron Black and Mike Verna versus The Butcher and the Blade with a record of 12 and 7, accompanied by The Bunny. At this point, Anthony Ogogo replaces Starks on commentary. I guess his voice just, well, he couldn't take it anymore. Uh, the Bunny actually at one point rakes Baron's eyes. 
in the ring while the ref was distracted and later even attacks them on the outside. And she does like this evil, very annoying like laugh on the outside. After a couple more underhanded tactics, the Butcher does pin Verna after they hit the powerbomb neckbreaker combo. Match number six, Ryzen, Adam Priest, and Vari Morales versus the Gun Club with a record of 6-0. Colton and Austin, they hit this move called the 310 to Yuma, which is like a double-team neckbreaker on Morales as Colton gets the pin. Match number seven, we have four Puerto Ricans, Santana and Ortiz with a record of 9-5, ranked number five in the tag team division versus John Cruz, a.k.a. Serpentico, and Danny Limelight. Quick, really quick match. Uh, by the Proud and Powerful, and Santana does get the pin on Limelight after they hit their powerbomb kick to the head combo. Pretty Peter Avalon comes to the ring. He uh, reintroduces himself, and he's saying that he's taking his Pretty Peter pageant provocation to the next level, and he will have a career-defining match next week as he presents the walk-off. He said Lee Johnson last week not only accepted his 8x10, but also accepted to partake in the walk-off. And he goes over the rules, says there's going to be three pretty judges, uh, one beautiful outfit. They're going to take 10 steps down, pose, and then 10 steps back. And this will take place next week on AEW Dark. I can't wait for the walk-off. Match number eight. Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo with a record of 0-2 versus the Private Party with a record of 10-9 accompanied by Matt Hardy. Uh, Private Party and Matt Hardy pulling the old Rick Rude by appearing on Impact and AEW on the same night on Tuesday. Uh, all throughout the match, Matt is being very uh, verbally abusive to the Private Party. At one point, he even like takes his jacket off and like hits one of the members of Private Party for some reason. Uh, he tells them to stop showboating and to stay offensive and to get more mean. Uh, and then Matt is able to land a punch on Aaron Solo, which leads to a double enziguri, and Isaiah Cassidy gets the pin on Solo. Match number 9, Alex Gracia with a record of 1-7 versus Big Swole with a record of 14-4, ranked number 1 in the women's division. Uh, commentary mentions that Swole has been training with Dean Malenko, and that's why she started using the Texas Cloverleaf. Big Swole wins the match after hitting this dirty dancing forearm. Match number 10. Zach Clayton with a record of 0-3 versus Sonny Kiss with a record of 12-20. Uh, Sonny's been a lot more aggressive in this match, and he wins with the diving leg drop in a real dominant fashion. We have Casey Navarro and John Pollock, I mean AJ Kirsch, <laughs> making his debut in AEW, in the ring actually, versus Top Flight with a record of 2-4. Uh, Kirsch was on uh, commentary for MLW, and he recently announced that he got his release from MLW, so I guess he's going to try to go back into wrestling. He actually was the man that was in Teacher Price's corner last week under his uh, Joe Brokely alias, Joe Brody, but he's going by Joe Brokely. But today he's going by his just regular name, AJ Kirsch. Uh, Darius is able to get the pin on Navarro after a uh, real innovative roll-up. Match number 12, Tisha Price and Catalina Perez versus Diamante and Ivelisse with a record of 9-2. and Ivelisse gets the pin on Perez after a kick. And uh, I think with these op open borders between AEW and Impact, I can see Ivelisse and Diamante possibly challenging Fire and Flava, um, Kira Hogan, and Tasha Steeles very soon. Match number 13, Sean Dean and Fuego do Sol with a record of 0-1 versus The Acclaimed with a record of 9-2. and two. Uh, Max Caster's rhymes this week. He's uh, dissing Fuego Dos Sol's looks, says that's why he's wearing a mask, says that Sean Dean has no talent, makes a Go Big Show reference saying that he'd get voted off real quick. Caster hits the critically acclaimed on Fuego as Bowens gets the pin. And our main event, Chaos Project with a record of 7-5 versus Lucha Brothers with a record of 6-4, and four, accompanied by Pac, Serpentico, John Cruz pulling double duty again. Uh, Lucha Brothers hits the double hook power driver on Serpentico as Penta gets the pin. Um, so no real matches stood out this week. I couldn't really pick like my favorite match on here. Uh, the main event was okay with Lucha Brothers and Chaos Project. Um, but overall, nothing really stood out this week. Um, looking forward to next week, though, with this Pretty Peter pageant provocation.
We now go into NXT UK. This week, we start with Joe Coffey versus Ed Harvey, the former Shaw Samuels, or so we thought. Because halfway through the match, Harvey grabs the mic and says, he's not Ed Harvey, he's Shaw Samuels. And everybody knows that, including Joe Coffey. Uh, this fires Samuels up a little bit, but Coffey does end up hitting the all the best for the Bells for the win. Pretty interesting. Uh, kind of like a, a take on WWE and them constantly changing people's names. And he's just like, no. Nah. Not going to take this name. I'm going to be Shaw Samuels. So, a uh, real interesting way to introduce Samuels. We go backstage with Sid Scala, who gets interrupted by Pretty Deadly. He tells them in two weeks' time, they will face off against Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith, The Hunt and Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster in a Fatal 4 elimination match for the number one contendership for the tag team titles. We see Rampage Brown and Dave Mastiff in the gym working out. Mastiff says that Brown has been pretty impressive, but he needs a real challenge, possibly implying himself. We go to Tyler Bate versus Sam Granwell. Uh, nice hard-hitting showing from both these, but Bate squeezes out the Tyler Driver 97 for the pen. We see Oliver Carter and, Cash- and Ashton Smith in the gym uh, being told the good news about them being in the upcoming four-way match. But in the background, you see Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams looking a little bit frustrated. Uh, I'm not sure if they're frustrated because they're not in the match or... They're just having some problems. We see Ia Dragunov backstage with Jack Stars. Uh, Dragunov, since he lost the match against Walter, he's been showing a little bit more human, I guess you can say. Uh, just being a little bit more um, different in the way he presents himself. And he says to Stars that he's the first person that he ever fought. And since he wants to start back from the beginning, he wants to fight him again. And Stars agrees. So we'll be seeing this new and improved Ia Dragunov very soon. We go to the ring where Ginny comes out with Joseph Connors as she has a face-off with Kaylee Ray for uh, before next week's title match. Ginny says that the reason why Connors is with her is because she has money, wealth, and connections. And next week, she'll be the new women's champion. This prompts Kaylee Ray to come out. Kaylee Ray says that she's beat everyone, but Ginny says that she's never been in the ring with her, and Kaylee Ray is not championship material like her. Ginny says she's only champion because she helped her out during her match against Piper Niven as she leaves. We see a produced video package with Eddie Dennis hyping up the hunt and the four-way elimination match. And we go into our main event for the NXT UK Championship, Walter defending against the Heritage Cup champion, A-Kid. Uh, the visual of them standing side-by-side side and showing their size their size difference was pretty outstanding to see. A very good match. Um, nowhere as good as Walter versus Drakenoff, but I think a really great showing. And if you've never seen A-Kid before, I think you should go out of your way to see this match. Uh, definitely my match of the week if I have to recommend anything from this episode of uh, Shot in the Dark. This is my match to go to. Uh, the ending has A-Kid breaking out of a sleeper, running right into a clothesline. Walter hits him with a chop to the back of the head and a short arm lariat to get the win. Very good match here from Walter. We go into 205 Live, where the Dusty Classic Men's Tag Team Tournament continues for the first round. We have uh, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Phoenix of Legado del Fantasma versus the Bollywood Boys. Uh, Legado does get the win, and they're going to face the winners of Imperium versus Lucha House Party. Killian Dane and Drake Maverick coming out with uh, new music and new gear. Pretty much uh, Drake's gear is copying Dane's, and they have like their old whistle theme song, but kind of like blended in with a rock remix. They're facing off against August Gray and Cursed Stallion. They really don't want Stallion on NXT. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I figured with the Dusty Classic, maybe he could finally appear. But uh, he won't because they end up losing as Killing Day powerbombs Drake onto Stallion to get the win. And they will now face off against MSK. 
Next week on 205 Live, we will have Ashanti the Adonis and Desmond Troy versus Tony Nice and Arya Davari in a first-round match. And also they announced that the Women's Dusty Classic will be on 205 Live as well. And they had just announced this morning three new signings, a couple of uh, indie darlings as far as females go. Uh, Lacey Ryan, who I recently covered in UWN Primetime, has been signed as Zoe Stark. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, which you might be familiar with in uh, Evolve, Shine, AW, UWN. She's going by Gigi Dolan. And uh, Lena Black, an independent star out of Chicago, is going to go by Cora Jade. So those three new signings will be part of the Women's Dusty Classic. On main event, Angel Garza defeated Akira Tozawa. And Slapjack defeated Umberto Carrillo after Ali interfered and distracted Carrillo. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, we have another Road to Lions Break contender show. Uh, Mysterioso defeated Barrett Brown, uh, Brown's first match since October. With a reverse suplex off the top rope and TJP returning from October as well, defeated Adrian Quest. But the main event has El Fantasmo making his New Japan Pro Wrestling strong debut, teaming up with fellow Bullet Club members Hikaleo and Kenta, defeating ACH, Blake Christian, and Fred Rosser, when Fantasmo hits a super kick to pin Christian for the pen. And next week, Renderita and uh, will go off against Bateman as they both make their New Japan Pro, uh, Pro Wrestling strong debuts. On Ring of Honor, Flip Gordon defeated Rhett Tyrus in a pure rules match. Uh, he hits a closed fist. He gets the warning, which you're allowed one closed fist per pure rules match. But he ends up hitting a curb stomp and the flip five to get the win. And after the match, Quinn McKay stops him and says that Ring of Honor officials have suspended him from the pure division. Flip doesn't care because he'll just join other divisions, he says, like the TV division and the ROH title division. Speaking of TV division, Dragon Lee defeated Ray Horace in the main event. Really good match here. Um... Probably my second favorite match that I covered on this week. I would go out of my way to see this. Ring of Honor doesn't get as much love as they should. For this week's WWE Network editions, we didn't have too much as far as the indie matches go. Um, Evolve 143, which has matches such as Dexter Lumis versus Kurt Stallion and Indy Hartwell versus Brandy Lauren. And we get the January 16th episode of ICW Fight Club. They also added 13 matches, started from the beginning of Wrestling Challenge back from the 80s. So those check those out as well. Quick shout out to Davey Portman and Andrew Thompson, who did an episode, the premiere episode of Deep Impact this week, covering Impact. Um, I also have a report on Impact Wrestling, as well as MLW up on PulseWrestling.com tonight, so make sure you check that out. And that is it for today. Catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.